The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. We're broadcasting from Fountain Hills, Arizona, and I'm so delighted to welcome you with us today. The show is brought to you by Valenta Slim Roast Coffee and by Valenta's Business. It's in one fell swoop that you can lose weight and gain income from the comfort of your own home. So how's that for a great combination? It's great company and really great coffee, and it works if you need to lose weight. Enough said. Well, you know, Halloween is over, and Thanksgiving is just around the corner. You can't miss that. There's... Uh, Thanksgiving stuff everywhere and Christmas stuff already up. We're already beginning to be bombarded, well, have been for several weeks now, ads for Black Friday. This is a big shopping day of the year that's supposed to help you with your Christmas shopping, but more than that, help the retailers with the bottom line. Um, and we're, all, we're already getting Christmas on the mind. You know, Many of people are now trying to figure out, for instance, what to get Aunt Mabel who has everything, and how to select a gift for Uncle Bob who doesn't like anything, and what about the kids who always have their fingers on some electronic game or gadget and don't come up for air or come back into reality long enough to really tell you what they want? You know, what do you do about them? But the big question is, what do you want for the holidays? What do you want We have more questions about most things than we have answers, and we're going to talk about how to ask questions about gifts and the holidays that will give us the right answers. We're going to have some fun today. We have with us today Sylvia Nibley, who's known as the Queen of Questions, and you'll see why she's called that in a minute. She's been with us before, and I'm so excited to have her back again. Sylvia Nibley discovered the simple power of inquiry to create breakthroughs and has been practicing the art of good questions for decades, and she's really not that old. I don't know how many decades. With With a background in practicing and teaching body work, energy healing, personal growth, and heart-centered business skills, her depth of expertise has developed over 20 years of passionate commitment and service. Sylvia is a master healer, a visionary, a prolific creator, and an award-winning entrepreneur who is passionate about making life easier for people 
who are all who are ready for massive, easy transformation. And it is my absolute pleasure and delight to welcome Sylvia Nibley to the Self Improvement Show. Sylvia, welcome. Thank you so much, Irene. I'm so happy to be back with you. I just have been smiling all day and just having the fun we're going to have. Me too. I've been playing with my cards a little bit, and and they're always fun. Um, I use them quite a bit, actually. But before we get into it, tell us a little bit about yourself. For the, for the people who didn't hear you when you were on before, who is Sylvia Nibley? Well, I think you did a great job there, Irene. That's, that's the nutshell. I've been in the healing world for decades, really. I just turned 50, you know, 25 <laughs> years of practicing. Okay. And, and I'm always looking for ways to take the, the really big universal truths and get them into the practical where we can use them every day. And um, you mentioned cards, but for anybody who hasn't seen this before, um, I created a deck of cards called Inquiry Cards. And they're so, so simple and, and also so powerful. So really very, very easy tool, um, beautiful cards, hexagonal shape, um, very colorful mandalas, nature images. But on the cards, the, the most potent part is that each card has a question. And so today we're going to be playing with how how does the power of questions really work? And really, you know, questions have been used for thousands of years by spiritual masters, by teachers, by facilitators. You know, any good therapist or coach knows the benefit of a good question because it directs our consciousness in a particular direction. So, you know, when we talk about using questions to have a stress-free holiday. Hmm, you know, maybe we hadn't thought of that before. But the truth is just a, an empowering, clear question can change everything. And so by asking better questions and directing our attention in different ways, we get completely different perspectives, new thoughts. So I've got my card spread out in front of me today. Um, you're welcome. If, if you want to be seeing some visuals along with the listening today, you can go to inquirycards.com and see what we're talking about. Um, but, but we're just going to be using questions as tools to shift and have breakthroughs and have insights. So that's what I'm up to, and I am so passionate about sharing because it can be so, so simple. Um, you know, we're, we're so much in the habit of looking outside of ourselves just as a, a, a just an instinct, you know. We've been conditioned that way. So we're just going to turn that around and we're just going to practice looking inside, inside, inside. See, I'm so glad you said that because we grew up thinking we always had to turn to an expert. You know, somebody's an expert on the subject. Somebody knows more about us than we do is basically what we end up with, with all these experts that we turn to. And really the answers, we already have the answers. We just need to know how to ask the question. Am I off base exactly. with that? And, and to be in the habit, yeah. Be in the habit of asking the right question. I have to ask you this, though, before we get into it. You, you say on your website that you've been working on a book. You still working on that book? Yeah. How's that coming? <laughs> I am. It's coming beautifully. Um, I'm 
I'm one who loves um, observing and finding patterns and changing patterns, and I'm finding some really innovative ways to shift our experience around things, have major breakthroughs very quickly, very easily. Um, you can see more about my work at sylvianibley.com. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know when we're, when we're closer, but it's, it's a pretty big book, Irene, so it's going to be a reference tool for a lot of practitioners um, and people who are really engaged with their own development. Um, so we'll have to talk about that another day. <laughs> we, we will. We'll definitely have you back. You know, if I'm still doing the show when you get the book finished, and I, I'm not, I, that is not a hint that I'm leaving the show. I'm just saying all kinds of things happen along the way, and you can't predict always where you're going to be and what's going to happen. I'll always be doing the show, Irene. I think you're, you're a perennial. <laughs> always is a very long time. And as a matter of fact, that just reminds me, I think think I maybe next week I don't know whether it's this week or next week I'll be starting my excuse this sixth year of the self-improvement show I can't believe it I can't believe it's gone by that quickly it seems like I just started it the other day I remember how nervous I was and how afraid I would never have anybody who would want to be a guest and now I'm booked until March uh, it's just yeah. so much fun, and I get to meet people like you, and it makes it so cool, as the kids would say. Um, well, thank you for all you do. You give so much. How did you come to be interested in in questions, in asking the right questions? Did something happen? Did you just stumble on it? You know, most people don't even think about how they phrase a question or to ask the question, they just, you know, ask a question. But you Yeah, taken I, it. I appreciate that question, Irene. And yeah, I really <laughs> do consider myself a student of questions, a student of inquiry, you know, self inquiry and also inquiry with others. And I actually think I started practicing it as a teenager. I was very introverted, extremely shy. Like I couldn't even look someone in the eye. It was you know, I had that much difficulty. But I found that if I could engage someone by asking them a question and get them talking about themselves, then there was room for connection there that felt safe to me. And so I explored that over the years and and really have a sincere interest in people. You know, I, I love people. I love to know what's going on in someone else's experience. But, you know... 20 years ago, it, then it just it struck me in a new way that questions are much more powerful than I think most of us notice. And we are in the habit of looking outside of ourselves, but when, and when a question is directed at us, there's, there's an opening, there's a pause, and I'm really intending that everyone who's listening today gets to experience that as I ask some questions of you. Um, I really invite you to just notice what happens when we stick that question mark at the end of a sentence. It's a very different experience than a statement. So, you know, that's that's how I've discovered it, but I really am more interested in how you discover it. And I, I loved what you were sharing with me earlier, Irene, about um, when you do have these cards and you use them and you keep pulling the same card. 
<laughs> you had to bring that up. <laughs> would you yeah. be willing to share your experience about oh, that? Oh, yeah. I, 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 Sylvia graciously sent me a box of her cards, which I use quite a bit, actually. Uh, and it seems lately that no matter what question I ask or what 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 is on my mind that I'm asking about, I draw the card, what do you really want? I've tried to hide the card in the deck. Um, it doesn't matter where the card is. I seem to draw it. And so I've had to do a good bit of reflection on what it is I really want. And sometimes, you know, sometimes that's not really easy to come to. Uh, you have to filter out what you think other people want you to want, you know, when you've you know, raised children and done all those things in your life. It's sometimes hard to know what you want for yourself. I'm getting better at it, but that card keeps yeah. coming up. <laughs> yes, and, and isn't it interesting? Hard is a challenge for you, you know, and really that, that's the theme of our show, too, so we're going to explore that with everybody. But But what I wanted to point out is, one of the things that's so fascinating there is here we have a pile of 48 cards and you're choosing one randomly and there's something, you know, there's something about that. You keep pulling the same card. You know, I would say that the magic is not in the cards. The magic is in you, Irene. It's your hand that's going to that card. And on the subconscious level, you know, we're, we're aware of so much more than we realize consciously. You know, you are the one that's picking that card. It's your absolutely your body saying, no, let's go back to that question because that's a really you, good you, one. Yeah, you haven't answered that yet is basically what I'm, you know, getting. You haven't answered that. You haven't really answered that. And yeah. in, in my background, you know, I, I grew up in those wonderful 50s and that era and we were taught that you took care of everybody else first, and basically it was selfish to think about what you wanted. And that still must be in there somewhere, because I keep getting <laughs> this question. Yeah. So, so the conditioning is there. Those patterns are yes, there. But absolutely. just simply by asking that question, you're actually creating room for a new pattern. And, and I would even suggest that our focus today on the holidays is a really nice way to kind of take a a small chunk of this, Irene, and really go deeper with it because, you know, the big, grand, what do I really want? Whoa, that's a big question, right? That's In your whole big. life. But what if we just look at the holidays? And before we get there, it's time for us to go to break. So let's come back Perfect. and start with that after break. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with some questions. <laughs> your better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution the voice america empowerment channel it's your world motivate change succeed when you think of inspiring women who comes to mind is it a visionary like oprah winfrey political or legal figures like hillary clinton or sonia sotomayor or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like meg whitman no matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Sylvia Nibley, and I'm laughing because I never noticed the the announcer saying, do you have a question for Irene? And it hit me as being really kind of funny for today's show since we're talking about questions. Oh, yeah, my. Yeah, you're supposed to have the questions. I <laughs> have. Sylvia, let's talk about questions for the holidays. How do you formulate questions? What questions do you ask? about holidays where do you even begin there's so much that i love that question irene so really what you're asking is like how do we look at the holidays differently how do we create some space around this how do we even approach a stress-free holiday right exactly because just like you were mentioning conditioning we've got all of these traditions patterns you know, things that happen whether we want them to or not, and they may or may not be meaningful to us. So let's look at this, This I would say the number one question around creating a stress-free holiday is to just simply ask yourself, what do I really want? <laughs> That's my question. Right? What? what I know, I know. We're going to stay with this for like a whole few seconds, okay? What so, and I, and I know we don't do a lot of quiet time in radio, but I do want to encourage everybody to just take a deep breath because this is where the magic happens. We really want to create some space here for you to have a new thought, have a new idea, okay? So let's all just take a deep breath. And then just simply ask, what do I really want for the holidays? And then just listen. You know, there's the part of you that knows. All it needs is a little bit of space. You know, we all need to be listened to, but when do we take the time to listen to ourselves? And then just notice what you notice. So I'll share what I noticed right away. What I really want for the holidays is spaciousness. I love the the quiet, you know, that where the kind of whole the whole world just stops for a little while. You know, we're not doing phone calls, we're not running around. We all just pause and we get to spend time together. That's my favorite part. So if I know that that's what I really want for the holidays. 
then the next question I might ask would be, well, how can I create that? You know, mm. when it starts to snow, my favorite, favorite thing is to get, you know, a warm cup of tea, something spicy with lots of cinnamon, just hold it and breathe it in, and just simply sit and watch the snow come down. You know, and that to me means way more than the presence. Now, that's me. For somebody else, the presence might be their favorite, favorite part, right? Yeah, right. So just looking at what do you really want for the holidays, and if you're willing to share, Irene, just like, did you You have any thoughts come to you? The thing that came to my mind is all the laughter, the laughter oh. when all, when the kids get together and they're poking fun at each other and, and remembering things and, you know, laughing. I, I That's the thing that really pleases me the most, I think. Regard, and, and we always have funny presents, too. You know, so there's a lot of laughter. Ah, so you're a funny yeah. crowd. We're, well, funny or strange, either way you want to look at it. Uh, but but the, it's the laughter, and and I I think it's almost unfortunately we don't have any tiny tiny children because it's the giggles from the tiny children that are so delightful. And all of our, our youngest one is nine now, so we don't have any babies. I got to get some people married off here so we can have some babies and tiny children around. Um, they might not agree with that statement. <laughs> There's the sweet spot, Irene, because you just found what you love most, and now you can get creative about how to create it. Maybe you create. recruit some people with babies. Maybe you find some of the best YouTube videos of babies laughing, and you share that during your Christmas get-together, you know? So these, these are the ways that we uncover what's the really most important thing that has nothing to do with the commercialism and the, you know, the, the rote kind of traditions because they get to the real heart of it. And so, it's that, that, it's the love. The lo- I, I think you wouldn't have all the laughter if you didn't have the love there. And it's yeah. the, the love that you feel for people you haven't seen for a while, the people that you see all the time, that now you're, you're really... You know, you, you realize how glad you are that they're a part of your life. Uh, yeah, and, Christmas and holidays, always does that to me. Like the holy, the holy days gives us that space to really express and experience those things that aren't part of every day. It's more special. You know, we're alive. We're, we love each other. We're getting together. And so really honoring the unique ways to do that. So now that we know that about Irene, it would actually be pretty easy to come up with some Christmas presents for you or holiday Oh, presents. really? So, so knowing <laughs> that, what, what, how would you know what to choose for me? Well, let me let me put that off just till the till the next okay. um, after the next break. I mean, yeah, because I don't I don't see that. I, I I don't see how you come to what I would like for Christmas or what would be. I and I, I sometimes get things that I never would have thought of that I absolutely love. So I don't, you know, I, I I'm really interested in knowing how you come to what somebody would like from the question. So oh, we'll, that, put, we'll put that off. Now let I'll me let me give you a few more questions just to lead to your own experience uh, on a stress-free holiday and to really have more meaning and joy in it. 
So another great question um, is, what can I celebrate? Okay, now this might seem uh-huh. obvious because, well, we're celebrating a holiday, whichever one we choose to celebrate. But let's go deeper with that because if you really ask that more than just what mm. occurs, you know, in the obvious, what can I celebrate? Like, what is the true mm. celebration for me? What's coming to me? You feel how me? that's different? Yeah, You feel the yeah. pause that comes after Gorgeous. that question? Gorgeous, and the, the word that came to my mind was birth and life, birth. It's about mm-hmm. birth. Christmas is about birth. Uh, if you're a Christian, um, it may be about gifts as well. Um, it's about giving, but the word that came to me was birth and life. Beautiful, uh, and so that's unique to you. Now, everybody that asks themselves this question, what can I celebrate is going to have a unique answer. Now, what can I celebrate? Well, my impressions are I can celebrate connection, warmth, rebirth. That's one for me. I love the seasonal cycle. So, you know, this is where we get to. This is the juicy, meaningful part. That's true to you. So what can you celebrate? And then make that part of your celebration. You know, again, so it's not just the conditioning, it's the, what's even truer for you? Yeah, yeah, and and mine, yeah, I I can see how I could expand on this because my kids will be there, their kids will be there, I'll have the grandchildren there, you know, um, lots of friends that we haven't seen for a while, which is sort of another rebirth in a way, reacquaintance, Um, lots of things going on in relation to life, living, birth. Uh, at Christmas. Yeah. And I love how you, did you, I don't know if you noticed that, but I felt your heart soften and your voice <laughs> soften just talking about it. Yeah, yeah actually, oh, I was thinking of my kids. Really one sweet. was born in November and one was born in December. And so they were tiny, tiny babies. And I remember putting them under the Christmas tree, taking their picture and, and you know, that talk about the warm fuzzies. You know, you have to have them. They're, yeah. they're in their 40s now, but, you know, once they were tiny enough to put under the Christmas tree. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I bet if you took those photographs out, the warm fuzzies would just grow. Oh, you know? yeah, I don't Even need pictures to... It. Yeah, yeah. And and wonderful thing is both of my boys are here in town now, so, you know, they can both be here. It's not a long-distance thing anymore. Nice. Sweet. So then there's another question, you know, that ties right into that. The what can I celebrate is, what do I value? What's important? Uh, what do I value? You have to have me answer that. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to what answer do that. I value? But I would invite everybody who's listening to answer that. Uh, yeah. Um, I value? You know, oh, my, I value so many things that appear at Christmas. You know, the thoughtfulness that I see, you know, the just the thoughtfulness. People who really want to do something special just because they love somebody in the family so specially or whatever. And the creativity that comes with some of the things they do. Um, you know, there's just so many things to value in this season that doesn't have anything to do with presence that anybody buys. 
Right. Beautiful. So that's what you value. And, you know, I value, like I say, I value the the quiet time. I really value touch. You know, so snuggling in with the family is going to feel great to me. Um, Not so much activity-oriented, although some of my family members are. So, you know, based on what they value, we can create a balance of celebration. You know, somebody really loves going out and doing an adventure, great, that's important to them. Let's make one of those, right? If I value staying in and being cozy, maybe we watch a movie all together, you know, and rub each other's feet. So, so again, just being clear about what are the unique ways that we express what we value. And, and what a fun exploration. Lo- it's a lovely exploration. Before we come up with the next question, I hate to tell you that, It's time to go to break again, so let's save the next question for when we come back. So stay tuned. We'll be back with the next question very quickly. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Every one of us confronts challenges that rock our world to the core, making us confused and disoriented, not knowing which way is up. On The Mother Rising, host Margaret Jacobson will nourish that spark that enlivens. You will be both empowered and inspired to create the changes leading you on your path to your own true freedom. Discover your worth and what you are capable of. Tune into The Mother Rising every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own mighty gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Sylvia Nibley. We're talking about questions that help you know what you really want for the holidays. Uh, I believe, Sylvia, you have one more question. I think that's what you said. (laughs) (laughs) I do, and it's a doozy. So I'm going to invite you to grab a piece of paper you know, maybe jot any thoughts down that you've had so far as we've been talking about all this yummy, you know, what can I celebrate? What do I really want? What do I value? And 
you know, hopefully you have some ideas right now kind of percolating about new ways that you can approach the holidays. But here's the big one that I think can really, can really create the relief, and that is what can I let go of? What can I let go of? Okay, so deep breath, everybody. Okay, so what we tend to do around the holidays is we tend to take on too much, right? Yep. Overdue, overshop, overactivity, whatever's pulling you in that direction. And, and it probably has to do with thoughts about other people's expectations or just the way we've always done it. You know, anytime you're, you're starting to move into stress, take a deep breath and just ask, what can I let go of? And there's always something. You know, maybe it's just that extra thing you're going to do or that one invitation you got, but you really can let go of it. You know, because anything that you can let go of creates more space to be more present, to be connected to what really matters. You know, what I can let go of is expectations, any thoughts about how things maybe have to be, quote, perfect, you you hit what both did, of mine right there. Well, that yeah, that's pretty much it. Perfection I let go of some time ago. I realized finally that I was making my whole family miserable because I had to have everything perfect. And it it never was. <laughs> it just it can't be. There I I dropped that and it's a lot more fun. Expectations yeah. is a real hard one. Because what you experienced in childhood is all, usually the thing that you want to go back to when you get older. Now, I, to me, Christmas when I was a child was so amazingly wonderful. And you can't re- recreate that because you were seeing it through the eyes of a child. And I want to feel that way again. Yeah. And it, yeah. it's, a not, it's not a healthy expectation. It, you have to be a little more realistic than to think yeah, that you can you know, experience I, it I that way again. If you look at that memory of that thing that was so, so special, I bet it was less about the thing itself than the magic of the moment. It, it wasn't, didn't have anything present. to do with the thing. You yeah. know, it had to do with the fun the surprises, the love, uh, all of those things. I mean, I, I only remember a few gifts that I got um, because they, they weren't what mattered. It was the yeah. excitement of opening the gifts and the surprises and the fun that, you remember, that I remember. I don't know about, I can't speak for anybody yeah. else. Yeah, just, just the experience itself. Yeah, so just... Allowing yourself to be more present means that your holiday is way better just yes. because you're there experiencing it, right? Because it's not out there. Again, it's inside of us. Exactly. So when we're clear about what's important to us, then, then it makes it easier to understand what I can let go of. The things that are less important become more obvious. So we're back to that same old question, what do I really want? What do I really want and what can I let go of? Because they go really well together. You see that? 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can let go of anything I don't really want. And, and also, again, honoring everyone's uniqueness around this. Like, I like to have a conversation every year with my son before the holidays. And I always ask him, you know, what is most important to you? What will be meaningful? What's, what are those jewels that really make the holiday special for you? Because even though I may have seen him light up about something when he was nine, he may not light up about the same thing anymore. So if I stay current and have that conversation with him, then I can make sure we do that one thing that's most meaningful. And see how easy that is? It's like then we have bandwidth for it. Then I get to do my top, top, yummiest experience, and everybody gets theirs too. What a delightful conversation. Yeah, yeah. So this is where we can kind of segue into the idea of, of giving gifts, but it also has to do with the experiences around it. So to just speak with a loved one before the holidays and, and really ask, what is most important to you? And if they don't really know, maybe you can reflect on some happy memories. Oh, remember that time we were in the dark and we were looking at the luminarias and they were so beautiful and it was so quiet. Yeah, okay, let's find one of those. (laughs) When you ask that question, is the answer ever about gifts Not that I recall. I mean, you know, there there is a wonderfulness about the gifts and the thoughtfulness and oh, absolutely, really, really getting it right with someone. Um, but but that has much more to do with the love that was put into it. And if it's a really good fit for that person, then they do use it and appreciate it, and it does remind you of the love that you have. You know, so that's that's a wonderful thing. I don't mean to dis gift-giving at all. I just want to make sure that we keep it in balance and keep it connected to our hearts, which is what it's really about. It's like love is what happens when we, you know, stop opening presents and just listen. Yes. You know, it's, it's the energy. It's that, that field of love that's created with what puts in the thought that's put into it. And, um, and we can certainly talk about that next if you're ready. Well, let's talk about it. Let's go there. Okay, cool. So, so here's the holiday gift guide then, and, and I, again, encourage you to have some paper with you. So the, the difference here is that we're not talking about the kind of holiday gift suggestions where it's about buy more stuff, right? What we really want, I think if you're listening to this, you're the kind of person who wants to give more meaningful gifts that will actually be a good fit for someone and be used and loved and... So to look for inspiration and and to create some new space, instead of asking the question, what do I get for Aunt Mabel, as you phrased it and we so often do, (laughs) (laughs) that's the kind of question that kind of loops us around in dead ends. What do I get for Aunt Mabel, you know? Well, I don't know. So so here's what we're going to do instead. So on on the worksheet, on your paper, you're just going to write down their name. And, And actually, let's... Let's take the person who's the toughest on the gift list. Let's say this is the one that you always rack your brain about. Just write down their name. Okay. So 
I'm going to ask you a few questions, and I want you to know that you don't have to know all the answers to these right now. Okay, we're just going to start the conversation, and there's some fun tricks that we can use if we See, don't. See, I have a problem with this because I I don't have anybody that is real pro- stretch. Oh, <laughs> most, well, that's awesome. Most of mine <laughs> okay. are pretty easy. So, so well, no, I, I've got a, I've got a couple. I've got a couple. I don't connect with enough to know for sure. Well, we'll use one of those. Exactly. And and good point. That's what's actually what makes it more difficult is when we don't have a close relationship with someone to know them well enough to know what they're going to love. But here's some ways that we can discover that. So we're going to start with the question, what delights, and then you're going to add their name, fill in the blank. Okay. So okay. I'm going to say my sister Lydia. Okay, so what delights Lydia? What delights Mabel? What delights so-and-so? Hmm. And then just think of the time when you have seen them delighted. Everybody's got something where they get lit up, they get excited, they share. What do they talk about? What do they share about on social media, if they're on social media. What are the kinds of things that would give you clues, right? We don't often pay attention to these things unless we focus something like a question. What delights her? What delights him? So just think about that, and you can come back to this later. And what I really love to do is just approach my gift list as a meditation and just spend a few minutes around each cast, you know, mm-hmm. characters in the cast of characters and and really drop in and ask some of these questions and get some ideas and then go from there and then we can get creative. Like what we know delights Irene is laughter, um, little ones. We know that creativity delights you. So like a homemade present, you're going to enjoy much more than something. Oh, always or something funny. I have to tell you this because I think it's the funniest thing. My birthday was in September and my kids took me out to dinner and my oldest one found this clock at Goodwill. It is the gaudiest thing you have ever seen. (laughs) It's ceramic. It has a clock on one side, and on the other side, this page with flowers that says, I love you, Mom. He knew, he knows that I would think it was just awful, but that I would think it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. And it's exactly Every true. And now, it, and I had it, I, I can't hang it because it the hanger needs a little fixing, but... I have it. I had it down on the bottom shelf of my bookcase, and my other son was here the other day, and he picked it up, and he cleared a spot for it in the middle of the big shelf on the on the bookcase, so that now it stands up for all to see. I love you, mom, and it is just so hideous that every time I see it, I laugh, and I think of those two <laughs> kids of mine. <laughs> And it's maybe one of the best gifts I ever got. I hope nobody ever knows. But it's wonderful. So wonderful. Yeah, we just figured out you are so easy to shop for, Irene. Yes, I am. And, And minutes ago, we wouldn't have known that about you. 
So if you take anybody on your list and just look at that, what delights them? What lights them up? Okay, here's, here's another question. What inspires them? It's a little bit different. Mm. Right? A little different quality. What inspires them? Oh, another question could be, what does so-and-so need? Right? And just simple observing. You know, if you're in their home, if you are in a conversation with them, they'll give you hints about things they might need that they don't have. Just make a little note, right? Or back to our really juicy question that we used on ourselves, we can now point that at someone else and say, what do they value? What do they value? value? What does my sister Lydia value? Because that's going to really help me get some ideas. I know she values experiences more than stuff, so now I know that I can look towards a gift that's more, you know, what experience does she want to have? Right? So you can see how all of these questions just open up the space for creative ideas to come in. Um, you also might ask, what is so curious about? There may be something they haven't shown a lot of inspiration or that they haven't done already, but just simply some curiosity. Because gifts can be really fun to support areas that we haven't developed before, like things that people wouldn't necessarily think of themselves. Right? I'm really curious about sacred geometry. Okay, cool. You know, somebody could give me something around that. Or I'm really curious about plants. You know, give me something about that. I don't know a lot. You know, I haven't studied a lot, but I'm curious. Does that make sense? Yeah, but you could, you know, you could give somebody garden seeds. I mean, I don't know why, where that came from. Um, or you could give them, if they're into plants, you could give them something like one of these bulbs that will grow in the spring so they can watch it come up. I, I remember how yeah. the kids yeah. were so excited when things started sprouting and growing. And so anybody with a green thumb would love that. Um, oh, yeah, there's a whole world that opens up to you when you think like that, when you ask those questions. I'm still back on what inspires. That one is just such a great question. Great. And you can see that when there is a good question, you really get the sense that you can spend some time with that. You can take a few breaths with that question. And what you get, you know, the impressions you get could surprise you which is part of the fun. You know, one of the things that's running through my mind about this is the music people like, you know, that inspires them, that may not be uh, what you would generally think. I discovered that one of my sons, when he gets all stressed, even though he likes really heavy metal, he'll listen to classical music. I think that's just a lovely, intriguing thing. Uh, so maybe a piece of classical music that's very calming yeah, that maybe you've never calming. heard of. Yeah. So, so I just want to also address that, you know, if, if you don't know the answers to these things, maybe you don't know them well enough to know what delights them or what they value, it's a wonderful opening into a conversation with them. And because we have plenty of time here before the holiday, you could just simply 
start a conversation and gracefully work a question into it. Like, so what's inspiring you lately? Right? Everybody wants oh, to Oh, yeah. That. What's inspired you lately? And then they'll start talking and you can just start making notes to yourself. Or, you know, you could say something like, you know, I was just thinking about you and I realized I don't think I really know what's most important to you. Would you tell me about that? Oh, what a great question that is. cover themselves and they'll start to, to express what they value most. Now, I don't mean this to sound like a commercial, but giving everybody a set of the questions and sitting around and answering them together would be just an amazing thing. Yeah, um, and they really are a favorite gift. You know, if you find that somebody really does value personal exploration and heart connection and, you know, this self-discovery, that inquiry cards are one of the go-to gifts for so many people. It's like meaningful, you know, connected, let's talk about this, let's have conversation starters. That's A lot of people use the cards that way. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, they really uncover so much that you don't generally get to. Uh, there's something special about it. I don't. I really can't describe what I'm trying to say here. But, but they, you get it. You get it. Yeah. You know, just simple questions will direct our attention in new ways. And most of the time, we have the same thoughts over and over and over. And one of the beautiful, powerful parts of questions is there a pattern interrupt? You know, to ask the question, "What delights me?" Oh. That's different. You know, I wasn't having that thought seconds ago. Or, um, you know, what's the easier way? Wow, what's the easier way? Well, okay, now that you asked me, I can come up with some new thoughts around that. So just simple, simple, but a really powerful tool for a more creative, more conscious, more connected life. And... Um, the, the, the one I love, and I get it not as often as the what do I really want, but the one of what is my heart saying, I, I get yeah. a good bit of what is my heart saying. And that's yeah, that quite a question. Good. That's quite yeah. a question. Amen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can all listen to what our hearts are saying because usually they're kind of quiet. You know, they don't yell and scream at us. No, they don't yell and scream. And in fact, they take the screaming out. Um, they, they could take the screaming out of a number of difficulties you have with people if you could get them to sit down and um, pull a question with you. Exactly. And, you know, once, once you've gotten some ideas, once you have a sense of this person or had those conversations that have given you clues, then you can ask practical questions like, you know, what's my budget for this gift uh, to make sure it's balanced for you and make sure that you stay within that, you know, and you don't stretch and create stress by overspending. And then a question like, what's the easier way? to create this gift for them. You know, maybe shopping online versus going out to the mall. 
What's the easier way? Well, maybe getting several things in one place. You know, just these questions that can help us smooth the way. Um, what would make your holiday easier? You know, getting more help, delegating, simplifying, right? So just, just some more good thoughts. One more question I have for you. Um, you say they help us experience deeper joy going into the new year. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Because we're facing a new year very quickly. Right after, mm-hmm. right after we answer the Christmas questions, we have a new year. <laughs> well, you know, we actually... Now that you mention it, Irene, we could apply those same questions that we've been talking about around the holidays. So what do I really want? If you know that going into the new year, that gives you a much clearer sense of your intentions. You know, it drops you through those layers of the mind and the kind of conditioned thinking into the what do I really want? (laughs) <laughs> what can I celebrate going into the new year? New you know, year. what can I let go of? Is a great question at the end of the year. You know, what? How what do you know when you've gotten the right answer? Well, um, I I would say that is a great question, and it's not that there's ever just one answer, which is the the really powerful thing about a question is that it keeps going deeper. So you get those first impressions, you get the first wave, you know, the first thoughts that come. What can I let go of? Okay, I get this hit and that hit. But if I keep asking that, the question's going to go deeper. So I would just say that a really good question, you can always just hold as a question and never see it as a final thing. You can live into a question. Like the question, what can I let go of, is relevant Absolutely every day. I'm not going to be finished with that question ever. You know? Or what does my heart say? I can ask that for the rest of my life, right? Now, I know I'm getting a true answer when I have a feeling of dropping into myself, being more connected with myself, being more clear. You know, then I know I'm on to something, but, but the truth is, if we really practice the habit of asking questions, we get better and better at recognizing how those answers come to us. Yes. Right? Yes. And that is unique as well. Some people, it's a quick flash. Somebody else, it might just be a, a gradual dawning. And sometimes you get a quick flash and sometimes you get a gradual dawning later. It's interesting how the question keeps repeating itself. Sylvia, I hate to tell you this, but we're right up at the end of the show. What's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? Or maybe what's the question? (laughs) Well, I'm going to stick with that question, what do you really want? Because I think it's one you can chew on for a while. Um, I would just remind you that the answers really, truly are inside you. We have to say goodbye, Sylvia. Thank you so much for being with us today. You're so welcome. And inquirycards.com if you want more. Please take a look at inquirycards.com. Thank you so much for being with us, Sylvia, and I say thank you to to all of you. And come back again next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. 
Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here.